The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hellinger. I am so glad you are here, and I am extra excited about today's episode. Oh my gosh. I worked with interior designer Allison Ruda, and this project that she helped me with on my home was so life changing because we integrated feng shui principles with interior design. And I am so excited because the universe brought us together. You're going to hear the whole story about how basically Allison Victoria from HGTV brought us together in some weird roundabout way. Um, but really, this is such a special episode because interior design is really close to my heart. You don't have to have a beautiful space to have a feng shui space. I'll say that again. You don't have to have a perfectly curated, beautiful space to have a feng shui space. However, when the space does look beautiful and it feels good and you can actually transform your space really, really in a big way, like paint, new furniture, do all the things, it makes an impact. And those projects are so fun. So I'm really excited to introduce to you Allison Ruda today. She's a Michigan-based interior designer who works in metropolitan areas like Chicago and Detroit. She is super talented and you have to go to my Instagram or go check Allison's page to this week, especially because we're going to be featuring all of the visuals that are going to accompany this episode. You're going to get to see the transformation of my home office, which is also my wealth area, as well as the transformation of our kitchen, which happens to be in the wealth and fame and reputation area. And I can honestly say in the past two years, since we've collaborated and updated these spaces in my home, my life has changed drastically. And it continues to do so. In fact, I'm recording right now from my home office, which it's so magical. And I'm so excited. It's like this episode is like the two of us are just having coffee together and you get to just be a fly on the wall. So I hope you enjoy just kind of like listening to two friends catch up. That's exactly what this episode's all about. All right, more about this week before we get into the interview. Mars has gone retrograde. I don't know if you knew this, but not only is Mercury retrograde a thing, but other planets go retrograde too. And Mars retrograde impacts us in a different way. I've heard an astrologer express that this is kind of like the hustle culture that we live in has a breakup with Mars in the sense that we are going to have some lessons that we don't actually have to work harder to be successful. This is true. And, and you know, this can be true through the magic of feng shui and manifesting. But if you're curious to know more about Mars retrograde, I'm so excited because next week I have another astrologer coming on the show, Olivia DeGenero. She used to be a news reporter turned astrologer. And we are going to drop that episode next week. Mars is retrograde until January. So it's going to be very timely. So you can look forward to next week's episode where we're going to help you not only thrive during Mars retrograde, but also we're going to help you thrive during the holidays based on 
where the planets are aligned so that you can go with the flow instead of swimming against the current. So look out for that. And for a little bit of feng shui, let's get into one area of the transformation series that I haven't touched upon with you yet. We're going to talk about bathroom feng shui and why it matters. So as you know, my transformation series was developed out of the fact that I transformed my life 10 years ago with feng shui by applying feng shui principles to the three most important areas of my South Loop apartment in Chicago. These three areas continue to be an area of focus in my current home and current residence. And these three areas are extremely important when I'm working with my one-on-one clients or when I'm even talking with my private group members. So the transformation series was developed out of pure necessity because I knew that if I was going to spread the magic of feng shui and make it more accessible to everyone, I needed to share the three most important areas of your life, of your home to transform so that you could experience magical results in your life. So the transformation series, of course, touches upon front door feng shui, kitchen feng shui, and bedroom feng shui. And you can kind of go back through the episodes of this podcast to kind of get some insight into how you can feng shui those spaces for best results. And today we're going to get into bathroom feng shui. And this is important because we all have bathrooms. I hope at least, right? We all have bathrooms and this is an area that in feng shui is considered to be one of the most draining spaces of your home. I mean, think about it. There's so many literal drains in the bathroom. You have your sink, your toilet, the shower, the bathtub. All of these drains are considered energy leaks. And in feng shui, water is symbolic with money. So of course, as the water goes down these drains, it could symbolize that money is going down the drain unintentionally. It is. It could be being wasted and you don't even realize that you're losing money or money opportunities. In addition to the bathroom being a drain for money, you can also locate the bathroom on the Bagua map. So when you lay your Bagua map on your floor plan, as you walk in the front door, the far back left area is the wealth area. The far back right area of your home is the relationship area. Do you have a bathroom in either of those spaces? Do you have a bathroom in your family area, your career, your health? Wherever the bathrooms are located, there's potential that that area of your life is showing up to be more difficult. Perhaps you are experiencing challenges in those areas of your life and you're having to work twice as hard to get the same results as someone else. This could be because there's a bathroom in that space. So the bathroom slows down the energy and it becomes a drain for that gua or that area of your life. But as I always say, don't worry because in feng shui, there is always a cure. So in my transformation series, I teach you exactly what you need to do in order to prevent energy and money leaks in the bathroom. 
and we get into real nitty gritty details. And I share my personal stories with where my bathrooms are located in my home, how it has impacted my life and what I do to support myself and my family energetically by applying feng shui to the bathrooms. I actually had a friend, John Hillstead, asked me if, you know, is it true? Do I have to put the toilet seat down in the bathroom or is that just a feng shui myth? And when you go to the transformation series, you're going to learn that it's actually not really a myth that the more you can cover up the drains and avoid those energy leaks, the better. And this is the perfect segue to my interview with Allison Ruda because so Allison, as, as we'll talk about in the episode, Allison helped me to feng shui and update our home office, which is in our wealth area. It's where we bring in the money, right? My husband works from this space. It's a very important space. She helped me feng shui the kitchen. And I promise you, if you go to my Instagram, I'm going to highlight the before and afters and the process we went through to make sure we could integrate feng shui with interior design. But what you don't know and what we did not talk about on this episode is that we actually have another project under our sleeves. Allison Ruda and I have been collaborating to design two feng shui bathrooms with, of course, her interior design lens. And I'm so excited. We have the floor plan. We have the design already mapped out. Maybe I'll reveal it this week for you on social media if you want to see it. I have been dreaming about updating our bathrooms, but here's what I really need you to hear. Even if you can't update your bathroom and remodel it, just because it doesn't look magazine picture perfect, doesn't mean you cannot apply feng shui. You can apply feng shui to any area of your home, no matter what it looks like. Feng shui is energy work. Feng shui is intention. So you can clean with intention, decorate with intention. And even if you can't have the latest and greatest backsplash or hardware on, you know, on your cabinetry and things like that, it matters not. And as I said, at the beginning of this intro, it's so fun to have of, you know, drastic before and after when you remodel your kitchen or you remodel an office like we did and take all the furniture out and do everything. Even the light fixture got an update, but it's not practical for all of us. And we can't wait till we have the money to remodel our house or buy a new house. That's completely redone for us. We can't wait for that to apply feng shui. We can apply feng shui today. And that's always my intention for you. My intention is that when I give you a tip for feng shui and how you can protect your energy and also align with your desires and bring in more money, I am giving you tips that you can apply today without you know, a construction worker or without a handyman. There's so many things that you can do right now that are not drastic. And it's those little shifts that make a really big difference in your life. Okay. So if you're more curious about how to feng shui your bathroom, you want to avoid those energy and money leaks, check out my transformation series. You can get the bathroom course a la carte. You don't have to get the entire transformation series. You can just pick and choose. Um, I, I can speak 
from, from experience, from talking with my one-on-one clients and from talking with my private group members, the front door masterclass in the transformation series has actually been the most popular. So a lot of my clients have just gone and just gotten the front door masterclass because they really wanted to welcome more opportunities and money into their life. And they knew the front door masterclass was the place to start. So just kind of giving you options, letting you know that, you know, you don't have to just get the whole series. You can just pick and choose what you're ready for and what resonates with you right now. All right. So I'm so excited to introduce Allison Ruta to you. This is a great discussion, a great, oh my gosh, you're going to love her. You're going to love how she started her business. She went from working in corporate America to quitting everything and starting her own interior design company. When you look at the images on her social media or my social media, you will see why she's an interior designer. She's incredibly talented. She was absolutely born to do this work. Um, Allison Ruda, as I said, is Michigan-based with her experience creating spaces that are both stylish and timeless for her clients. She has worked in clients all across the U.S. with a focus on Chicago and Detroit, and she has had her work featured in publications such as Home and Gardens, HGTV, and Cherish. Allison loves creating organic, elevated, and welcoming home designs for her clients to enjoy for years to come. And I can speak to that, Allison. I am enjoying the spaces that we worked on together. Um, in fact, right before this episode, right before I jumped on here to record the intro, I was very mindful. I spent the morning cleaning the kitchen, preparing dinner. We have something cooking in the crock pot. I was saying my abundance, feng shui abundance mantra to bring in money, energy, because if you've taken my feng shui masterclass in the transformation series, you know that the kitchen is the hub of abundance. It is where we really open up to money opportunities from many different sources. And I was just enjoying the kitchen and the lightness. It used to, we used to have these dark granite countertops and we updated them and, you know, to this light, very organic stone. Uh, and it just, it feels so much lighter in our kitchen. And then we also have some gold hardware, which really adds a softness and a feminine vibe to the kitchen that I love. we have some pops of red with the boho chic rugs. I mean, everything Allison does is just so seamless, but it's so beautiful. And I just wanted to say my own testimonial of like, yes, I do walk into my kitchen and I'm always so grateful for the collaboration because it's the little details that make a huge difference. And I, I actually, I will share this with you. It was between doing the bathroom in our primary bedroom or the kitchen, because believe it or not, updating an entire bathroom was going to cost the same, if not more than resurfacing like the kitchen countertops and just doing like little changes that we did. So it was actually more economical to do the kitchen, but from a feng shui lens, I made the decision to invest in our kitchen before we did the bathroom, because as I said, the kitchen is really where you attract 
money opportunities, and also family and joy and connection. I mean, it's the heart of the home. So I just knew that if we were to focus on the kitchen dining area, it would impact other areas of our life in a major way that would be super noticeable. So I just want to say that if you are on the fence between, you know, if you should start to update your bathrooms or your kitchen first, I highly recommend starting with the kitchen. So that's what we did. And I have absolutely enjoyed this, both spaces that Allison has helped me with in my home. So one last thing to share, just a little fun thing. Um, Allison enjoys travel, yoga, meditation, snuggling with her cat, Sheba, and spending quality time with her friends and family. Everyone, I hope you enjoy this interview and I am just beyond excited and thrilled to share Allison Ruta with you today. Enjoy. All right. Hey, Allison. Thanks for being here today. How are you doing? Hi, Christina. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast experience and I'm so happy it's with you. I know. I couldn't (laughs) believe it when you said that. I'm so excited and I am really psyched to just introduce you to my listeners. I think some of you listening might recognize Allison because we've worked together on a couple collaborations. She helped me transform my home office into what it is today, as well as our kitchen. But before we even get into how feng shui and interior design has have created some magical experiences and miracles in our lives, Mm -hmm. I think we need to go back to the beginning. So I want to hear you, Alison, like, I would love to hear from your perspective. Do you remember how we met and really get the listeners, like the whole picture? It's, we were just talking before this recording, like we met in 2019, Mm -hmm. now it's 2022, but it feels so long ago. And yet it's not that long. And so much has happened between the time we met. So you take it off and you tell everybody like, who you are and how we met and we'll take it from there. Okay. So this is our romantic friendship story. (laughs) So back in 2019 was when I first started my interior design business. And at the time I was kind of going through a spiritual awakening. I had just lost my mom and I had a lot of changes going on in my life. And so I attended a spiritual retreat in Austin, Texas. And while I was there, I was talking to someone and they said, you know, I was just telling them about my story and about interior design and how I believe in, you know, energy and all that good stuff with, you know, really designing with intention. And she said, you know, you really need to look into feng shui. And that just stuck with me. So then when I got back from the retreat, I went on Instagram, of course, you know, (laughs) how you learn things these days. And I think I just straight up looked up feng shui Chicago. And Christina, your profile was top of the list. So I think I started following you. And then we just noticed that we had both met Allison Victoria. Um, We both were, you know, big fans of hers, loved her work. And it just seemed like we were gravitating toward and were interested in a lot of the same things. And so then I think you kind of slipped into my DMs and said, Hey, you want to have a phone call and just like get to know each other (laughs) or, you know, like something like that. Okay. Wait. So first of all, I just want to say like, thank God I use the hashtag 
you know, feng shui Chicago. Yes. I swear to God, that's what I would do when hashtags were all the thing, right? Like uh-huh. hashtag Chicago, hashtag feng shui. Um, <laughs> so that's hilarious. And I do think that you posted a picture of meeting Allison Victoria because she was everywhere. After HGTV Windy City Rehab season one came out, there were 14 episodes and it was very popular across the nation. But I maybe you could agree with me on this. Like Chicago was going berserk over it, right? Like, weren't we like, especially excited because it was local to us and she was doing all these live events and you posted a picture of you with Allison at a live event. And that, I mean, I'm just thinking that must be why I reached out to you. And like, I think I met Allison at a different live event and we just, I don't know. That's possibly what brought us together. So thanks, Allison Victoria. What what event were you at? Wasn't it some? So like, I was at the Michigan Design, or excuse me, I'm in Michigan now, but I was at the Mart, the Chicago Design Center, and actually that was something that I felt that I kind of manifested because I had only been doing interior design for like a month or two at that point, and I remember I think it was. Um, either Marie Forleo or Gabby Bernstein, who had said, like, make a list of people that you want to meet, even if it kind of seems like outlandish. And Allison Victoria was on that list. And then, you know, like a couple weeks later was this design event. She was giving us a talk at one of the showrooms. So I was, you know, such a nerd. I sat in the front row and was like (laughs) paying attention, nodding along, asking questions. And I got a chance to meet her, which was really cool. And so, yeah, you and I bonded over that, had a phone conversation and um, we just, you know, hit it off. <laughs> and well, here we also, are. Yeah. Gabby Bernstein. I remember that was a big thing too. Like I read mm-hmm. super attractor, which is one of Gabby's books. And I read it. And within seven days I was handing Allison Victoria, my business card. And I was like blown away by this manifestation. And you shared that you think you manifested meeting Allison with Gabby yeah. Bernstein. And so we both were like, we love super attractor and that is totally how it started. And so fast forward, if we met in 2019, mm-hmm. it was right before the pandemic because yeah. January, 2020, mm-hmm. I was so excited because it was like, oh, this is a new decade. Like the roaring twenties, mm-hmm. we're all like ready to go. And then we started to go into a lockdown and at which point you and I had already started talking about transforming my home office. This was so special because you were starting your business and I at the time was hoping to get on HGTV, but I wasn't sure about the details. I didn't know, Mm -hmm. but you knew that I was also growing in my feng shui business. In fact, it's because of you that I took Marie Forleo's B-School which really helps you with just like, as if you're an entrepreneur and you're just totally clueless, like I was, it's the perfect course for you because I didn't even know what email marketing was. And so thank you for suggesting that I learn about Marie Forleo and I, you know, establish my website and everything, but all of that to be said, like we were just so green in our careers and this was a beautiful collaboration. So I'll let you tell the story of like how it worked because you took your interior design expertise, but then you were like, oh yeah, I'll totally be open to like 
whatever feng shui things you want to suggest. And then you even brought more woo into the whole process. <laughs> I, well, expect I mean, if I know someone loves a little woo, I love woo. So I'll bring it all day. <laughs> but um, yeah. So when you had mentioned to me that you wanted to do an update to your home office and you really wanted to do it with the feng shui principles in mind, I thought that was so cool because I really, you know, that's not my area of expertise, but it seemed like we were able to kind of marry up the feng shui principles and intentions that you wanted within your office, along with all of the like aesthetic beauty functionality principles that I could bring with interior design. And so I thought it was kind of like a beautiful marriage of knowledge, if you will, because we were able to give you a space that is not only beautiful and functional and serves you well every day, but you know the intention behind all the choices that we made. And so it was really cool because you really taught me a lot about feng shui. And I think that through learning about feng shui with you, I realized that I probably naturally use feng shui um, throughout all of my designs, even if out realizing it or even mentioning anything about feng shui to my clients, because you know, we're always wanting to mix elements. So you don't want to have like a bunch of heavy wood furniture, you know, um, you want to mix that with different beautiful finishes of metal and different textures and different pattern. And I think feng shui is all about that balance of elements. And so you were able to tell me like really intentionally what elements you wanted to shine and I can't even remember like on the Bagua map, what your office was. You'll have to remind me. I think listeners will love to know this. And I was yeah. almost going to tell them um, and interrupt you, but yeah, my home office is in the wealth area. So right. this became extremely important to my husband and I, because he worked from home. He still does work from home in the office. And it was this you know, hodgepodge of mismatched furniture. We had an oversized couch in here and it was just, honestly, that couch represented a time of struggle for us because when my husband moved from Philadelphia to Chicago, he lived in a small studio apartment. He was just restarting his career and it was just a time of like financial struggle. I worked in a small private school, didn't even make nearly as much as a public school educator would make. And, um, getting rid of the couch and giving it a new home mm -hmm. opened up so much more space physically in our office, but then also the transformation of this space, just, it felt so much more light and airy and it opened up opportunities even for Andy, because I know he ended up getting a new job within six months, mm -hmm. um, that was better for our family. And also thank God that we did update our home office because yeah, the pandemic COVID. happened <laughs> and I ended yeah. up working in here as well. So yeah. I was just like, I'm like forever grateful to you for like helping me transform this, this small home office and creating just this beautiful and magical space. And then do you want to tell the listeners what ended up happening? Like, well, first of all, you did come over and you did like, we did a little space clearing. I cleared yeah. out all of the old furniture Mm -hmm. and you came in and we like blessed the space like and you had like chimes remember that 
Yeah, no, I mean, that was really fun. So I think everything you're saying is, you know, right on in terms of even just decluttering the space. And I know you talk about this a lot can just, obviously the room is visually lighter, but it feels lighter. It feels different. It feels fresh. And so at the beginning of our collaboration journey, I just wanted to like take a beat and make sure that we were doing everything with intention. And so I believe we, you know, opened the windows and we saged and we cleared the energy and we lit Palo Santo to bring in like that positive, good vibe. And we had, um, like you said, chimes. And I believe my um, chimes were the, I think they're called like Koshi chimes or Kashi. I'm probably saying it wrong, but um I think it was the water element. And so I think we had all the elements going on and I'm sure we had some crystals in there too. And, (laughs) you know, and then I gave you an envelope. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a golden envelope and just asked you to write an intention for your office. And then you could, you know, look at that later or put it in a spot in your office, like behind your computer or behind a piece of art so that no one could see it, but you knew it was there. Um, to help you manifest, you know, greatness in your life. Oh my God. Totally forgot about the envelope. (laughs) Okay. Since I know I can edit this, I'm going to like, let's see, this could be really awesome or it could be something out because I'm thinking, no, I was like, where's the envelope? And I think I put it behind this picture. Uh huh. (laughs) This could be a really magical moment that like I, you know, reveal this envelope and read something awesome or, or it's not there. And I'm just going to have to edit it out. So that's fine. Let's see if you know where it is. (laughs) So I have to explain the listeners. I just want to go look for the gold envelope because I think I placed it behind a specific picture, but the way that it's attached to the wall, I'm afraid I'm going to like break something. So we don't want that to be continued. I just love that you brought this up because I actually tell clients all the time when I'm working with them, like one-on-one, we write intentions and place them in an envelope and you can place them behind a picture and words carry energy, words carry a vibration and your home can be an affirmation for the life you desire. And the thing about it, what I love is how I forgot about the envelope. And the reason why I think that that's so fascinating is because I know I will pick it up and I will read the envelope and it will reveal that I'm sure things have manifested that are on there. You know, it's just, and you don't have to do anything. That's the thing about that. I love about feng shui and the magic of it. It's like you set your intention, you edit the space as an interior designer would say, and then you just trust that the energy is going to work on your behalf. So I can't wait to like discover that envelope, but super, it was such a super magical experience and it's continued to serve me. My feng shui business has grown. I, I record the podcast from this office space. So it has become this magical manifesting space for myself as well as for my husband. And then I wanted you to reveal the big thing that happened recently, like two years later after we did the office well it was really cool because I don't even think our intention our intention designing a space was really to have a space for you to flourish and grow your feng shui business from and you know wealth for your family and 
we weren't really thinking with press in mind. Like that's sort of like, you know, a nice to have, but that, you know, we're really just designing this space to suit your needs. And we just got the best surprise, which was HGTV online picked up the office and shared it and featured it as, you know, one of the like really well-designed offices of, I think it was 2020. So that was so cool and exciting and go us. <laughs> yes. Well, really go you because you were just no, so on. talented, but all right. <laughs> thank you. No, it, thank you. And you know, I know you can't see this cause this is all audio, but the, the, um, feature wall of the office is this jade jewel tone green. And yes. it's really just this beautiful, deep green color. And I did choose the green because green is the wealth energy, the wealth color, as well as purple, um, could have been purple, but we went with the green nah. Yeah, <laughs> and people <laughs> would have been a love- different look. <laughs> Absolutely. People love it. And it was your idea. This is where the interior design piece came in. You were very certain that it needed to just be a feature wall. And it's almost like this little nook. And then the rest of the walls are this light white color to really make this space feel light and airy and it, so that it didn't get too feel too heavy. Mm-hmm. And you picked out these beautiful sheer curtains with um, this like really cool, clear curtain rod but it has like gold yes okay you know all the the materials (laughs) but you know what's so fun though is like you're actually explaining the interior design choices but I can remember that there was feng shui intention that you had behind them too so with that dark deep saturated feature wall behind you obviously it's gorgeous and beautiful because it's such a nice color and it gives you that really nice backdrop and wow factor. But also you had talked about having that kind of mountain represented behind you and you can speak more to that, but I think it was in supporting you in your business as well, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, we made sure that the desk was in the command position and Mm -hmm. that is always a key factor. And that's just with having this solid wall behind you and the ability to see the door from where you're sitting really contributes to being in the command position. And it definitely is going to give you more energetic power and confidence and Mm -hmm. which is going to lead to your success ultimately. So yeah, it was an extremely fun collaboration. And I always think if I ever move from here, it's going to be so sad because you picked out this gorgeous uh, this gorgeous ceiling light that has shells. Yeah. I don't even know how you found it, but it's just like, it's just, it, it, gold is the accent color here and gold is great for the wealth area. For those of you taking notes on how to, you know, manifest in the wealth area, gold represents that money energy. So it's just like, it's pretty, but it also um, has that manifesting energy. So yeah, I'm going to be sad if I ever have to leave here because there's just some, some things about this office that are so special that I don't know if I could ever duplicate it again. So you'll have to just follow me wherever I move. I was going to say, we'll do it again. (laughs) We'll just make it even more next level. (laughs) Exactly. I know. Well, speaking of next level, this is where I really want to talk about your growth as an interior designer, before the, we started recording, we were talking about how excited we were to talk with each other because, 
you know, sometimes you feel like growth happens so slowly to the point where you're like, you hit a plateau Mm -hmm. and then as you and I started talking, we're like, wait a minute, we've only been doing this for three years now. And it's kind of mind blowing to see Mm -hmm. how we've grown as individuals and also in our business in such a short amount of time. So I would love, like, how do you feel like sitting down right now and like looking back in the past three years, like, how do you feel about your manifestations and where you've come from and where you are now? I feel super proud. And I also just want to say, I feel so grateful for our friendship too, because like you said, we've both grown a lot and it's so nice as an entrepreneur and as a woman to have other entrepreneur women friends that see that journey through with you and lift you up and help you out. And so I think that we do that for one another and I really appreciate you. So just had to love at you, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I can talk a little bit about, you know, my journey and kind of where I've started and where I'm at. So, um, like I said, I started my business in 2019 when we met and what led to that really was I was working, um, in advertising and marketing in downtown Chicago. And I was doing that for about 10 years and then my mom passed away, as as you know, but um, your listeners probably don't. And it was really unexpected. And it was obviously heartbreaking. And it completely changed my life in so many ways. And one thing that it really made me do was evaluate the way that I was living and if I was truly happy. And I realized that I wasn't really happy in my career. Like I worked with really good people and all of that. And I was so grateful for um, the the coworkers and the relationships, but I wasn't super fulfilled. I kind of felt like a hamster on a wheel. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And so when I I was talking about this with a friend the other day, and it kind of makes me laugh because now I'm like, is that insane? But I basically just quit my job (laughs) and said, I'm going to start my own interior design business. And I didn't have a business name. I didn't have a business card. I didn't have a website. I didn't, you know, have, I wasn't even finished with my education learning about interior design. Um, It was a giant leap of faith and it definitely could have gone really poorly. Right. Um, But also it could have gone really beautifully. And I think that it did go really beautifully. And when I was talking to a friend about this the other day, I was mentioning that I had to do that because I couldn't continue on in the same way and look back and say, what if, and feel that regret. Like the regret to me is scarier than failure. So I would rather try and not succeed and learn than not try and wish that I had. And so that's just really where I was at. And, you know, also with losing my mom, it's such a big part of my story because to me, that was like the worst thing that could ever happen. And so it was almost like nothing scared me. Not like I'm a badass or something like that. Like, oh, nothing scares me. But it was kind of like, if that can happen and I can get through that, like I can figure this out, (laughs) you know, like if if this is going to make me happy, I owe it to myself to try. So anyway, that was a long winded version of kind of like how I started, but I think you can get the picture that like, I had a lot to learn and I had a lot to build and, you know, it's just kind of step-by-step 
And now when I look at the types of projects that I'm working on and the clients and relationships that I have and, you know, the press and the recognition that my business has gotten, it's like very humbling and makes me feel really, really good. And I'm so happy that I like took that bet on myself and Mm -hmm. that I did that. Um, So that probably sounds super cheesy, but no, um, I'm so glad you, if you don't mind me saying, I'm so glad that you took the, the chance because I mean, you need to look at Allison's, at least go to her Instagram, look at her page or go to her website. I mean, it is just, you are so natural and you also bring out, I just feel like it looks so seamless, but it's so, I cannot tell you how much I love our kitchen and I love our home office space. And it does make a difference and your environment does influence your reality. And I also wanted to say like with your mom passing away, I wonder when something like that happens, did it really put your life in perspective in the fact that like, oh my gosh, like, just like how short life can be. And like, did it make you just start to think like, oh my God, like I, I'm going to go for this because like, I only have one life and like how short it seems. Even when my grandmother was 92 years old and passed away, I feel like it's never long enough, you know? Oh yeah. "Ah." Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it's so cliche, but life is short and you literally never know. Um, you know, when your last day will be or, you know, um, what you may have regretted. And so like, I just don't want to live life with regrets. And so I knew in my heart of hearts that like, if I would have stayed in that career and just continued to work my way up the ladder that like, I would not have felt fulfilled and happy. I would have been very unhappy. Um, and I feel so much more centered and balanced and more in tune with who I am just by taking that leap of faith. And like, obviously there's so much more that goes into like knowing who you are as a person than just like starting your own business. But that was a step in following my heart and like being more authentic to who I am. I'm so glad you're sharing that though, because I feel like there's a lot of listeners who are in transition from like working their nine to five, but they have this dream of something that they feel really passionate about. And taking that leap is very scary in some ways, because Mm -hmm. we think that, you know, being in corporate America or working certain for certain companies is like this safety net, right? It just feels that way for some reason. That's how we've been conditioned to think. And, you know, being an entrepreneur or doing something like starting your own business, the same, that's the same thing. I know, but that it just, it just seems a lot scarier, you know? And it's, so it's like, it's just, I love talking to people who like have gone for it and also have found success in it and joy in it because then it's just like, maybe someone listening today just like needs to hear that, like that there's something on the other side of that fear when you go yeah. through it. Yeah. And I mean, just like speaking of manifesting, I can remember working at my previous job and wishing that I could work from home and design beautiful spaces and all the things that I'm doing now. And so it's definitely possible to, like you say, live the life you desire and, um, yeah, I'm losing my train of thought, but <laughs> no, start and start like now, like in, in any little way that you can, because it's just like, like you said, like life is so short and that's where I feel in my heart. I feel a sense of urgency. It's like, 
I feel a sense of urgency to like step into to my light or step into whatever it is that lights me up because it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just going by way too fast. It's like, yes, yes it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about real quick. Well, not, not real quick. Take your time sharing, but I would love to know, you know, I've seen some projects you worked on, um, a primary bedroom for a couple and it's really inspiring because they went to Tulum for their honeymoon and they really wanted their bedroom to feel like Tulum. So I'm seeing some of the projects you're doing and it's really incredible to watch, um, all of these projects come about. I'd love to know what you've been up to and maybe it's maybe client work or whatever you want to share, like where you've been on your journey. Cause I, we haven't, we haven't talked in a while and I just love to hear what you're up to. Well, um, for your listeners, the project that you are talking about was um, actually almost like a whole home design, which was so fun. And I'm really enjoying kind of stepping into that space where I'm, you know, designing multiple rooms throughout clients' homes so that I can really pull through like a cohesive design throughout. And um, that home in particular was really super fun because like you mentioned, the bedroom, the inspiration for it was Tulum. And so we got to do some really cool things. Like we use this really fun plaster paint on the wall. um, kind of like your feature wall, but it was a feature wall that had some texture to it, um, which really gave it like this really cool earthy vacation Mexico vibe. And um, yeah, I would say like where I'm taking my business right now is just doing more full service design, meaning I'm able to provide more value to my clients by really leading the whole process from concept to implementation to all the final touches and really seeing it all the way through. Um, I also moved to Michigan, I guess. (laughs) We didn't really talk about that part, but um, I moved back actually during the pandemic in 2020. So I've really been focusing on establishing my business here and working on projects that are more local to where I live. And that's been really fun too, because I can be um, more hands-on and not do as much virtually now that people are getting a little more comfortable and going back out into the world. So more remodel projects, working with a lot of fun, like elements like tiles and quartz and marble and all those fun, gorgeous, natural stones. So yeah, it's been really cool. I'm excited to, you know, keep transforming people's homes. It's like the best feeling um, when the project's done and my clients are so happy and they're just like, it makes me smile when I walk in my door every day. And that feels really good to know that I had that impact, you know? hundred percent. I can relate to that because I do smile when I walk into the door and I see our <laughs> kitchen It is so cool because Allison recommended that we did a waterfall on our your island. Kitchen, kitchen Island. Yeah. And I didn't even think to do that. And it just elevated the space so much. And then we did a photo shoot and talk about transformation. I call you Allison, the interior design, Mary Poppins, because she literally <laughs> showed up with like a bag and just kept bringing like all these amazing accessories and just fresh flowers and fresh oranges and these beautiful, like bowls with different textures. And I was like, yes. Oh my God, girl, it was so cool. So yeah, I'll have to like, in honor of this episode, I'll have to like do definitely do some throwback pictures of before and afters of the kitchen transformation. Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. Um, cause it was just, it's so fun and you make you make it fun and it's just been, I'm so grateful, so grateful to know you and also so grateful to be connected with 
an interior designer who also can like see that intention makes a difference too when you're yeah designing. earlier I don't know if it was when you and I were just chatting before we started or during this episode but you said something along the lines of your maybe oh shoot maybe this was on your podcast I was just listening to but oh, yeah, I totally you said that your outer environment impacts your inner environment Oh, and yeah. I just, that resonated with me so hard because I truly believe that. And I really do believe in the power of designing with intention and whether or not my clients know what the intention is. Like, I think they can feel it when they enter the room. Um, so, yeah, it takes a long time to like go through the process. This is like, I like to work fast, but you know, when you work with an interior designer, you're going to be like having to like look at so many different details. And so when you do have the reveal, I mean, HGTV makes it look so easy, right? right? They're like a 30 minute episode. And all of a sudden there's this huge transformation, but these transformations take months and, you know, it is emotional when you are like letting go of the old and stepping into the new. And in a way you are shedding layers of skin of yourself. You're, you're shedding layers of who you used to be and stepping into a new version of yourself and bringing your family along with you if you live with other people. So it's just like, it's powerful. And I just, I absolutely love it. I enjoy it so much. Um, Allison, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really was excited to introduce you to everybody. And I'm so glad I had the opportunity to do that today. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to like talk about this all week with everybody and just show all the before and afters. It's Yay. just, it's fun to relive. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. We, we've been needing to catch up for a long time. So if it's gotta be over podcast interview, then so be it. So be it. <laughs> all right, everyone. I'll see you next week where I'll help you design the life you deserve. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.